Hey there. Remember me? You're listening to Word Up, a Scrabble podcast. This is the Back from the Dead edition, also known as Episode 65. That's right, you might say that the April 2011 has been zombified. And if you don't know that word, then you obviously haven't listened to Episode 49. You can check out all the other podcasts on iTunes, and uh, yeah, I haven't been on here in a while. It is April, and I haven't done one since December. Uh, not sure whether to blame the delay on the frequent respiratory <laughs> ailments going through my house, or just apathy. Uh, indeed, one might wonder if I was actually phlegmy, or just phlegmatic. Hey, if you can't use some nerdy SAT words on a Scrabble podcast, where can you use them? Anyway, let's get right back into the swing of things. I'm going to give you some quizzes to start off. My name is Jeff, by the way, and you can email me at scrabblepodcast at gmail.com. Here we go. Uh, starting off with a different kind of quiz this month, and it's this. Which of these ordinary C words do not take a front S hook, and which ones do? So the words are caw, C-A-W, cod, C-O-D, cop, C-O-P, cow, C-O-W, cry, C-R-Y, cup, C-U-P, and coom, C-W-M. Next quiz is the the fill-in-the-blank quiz, and the letters are D-E-E-G-M-O-and-a-blank. Figure out what the only letter is that will fit in there and create a word. And third quiz, the Facebook cheat quiz. The quiz where I suspect an opponent of mine was cheating on Facebook, and therefore I reveal the ridiculous word that they knew and I didn't to you. The letters are A, B, D, E, I, N, O, S. And the embarrassing missed triple triple quiz. Stop! So I had D-E-I-I-R-S-T, and there was a P on the board. Now there's multiple answers to this. The word I'm looking for actually has the P in the next to the last position. Makes it a little trickier. I didn't know it. Anyway, uh, when we were last doing the podcast, we were going through snapbacks. If you don't know, snapbacks is when you take a high point five-letter word and you add a few things onto the beginning of it to extend it to the triple word score. So your opponent might slap down Zymes, Z-Y-M-E-S, which is pretty much short for enzymes. If you have ISO on your rack, you can put ISO for isozymes and come right back. Isozymic is also good, and an isozyme is just another type of enzyme, in case you're wondering. Continuing with the extensions that we were doing, uh, we were on retain plus H or I, and they're not super exciting, but you have an earth um, with the H there, and that's actually a verb meaning to bury, so you can have an earthed or an earthing. And then there's therian, T-H-E-R-I-A-N, which is a subclass of mammals, and you can add an E-U to the front of that for Eutherian, which pretty much means the same thing. It's another subclass of mammals. Then with retain plus I, we have inertia, which I just thought meant not moving, but I'm going to give you the technical definition that's listed. It's the tendency of a body to resist acceleration. Uh, inertia, in case you didn't know, takes an E, L, or S at the end. 
But if you wanted to extend it a few letters, you could make it into inertially with the LLY on the end. Uh, I started a couple months ago, I think, doing the anamonic of the month. Uh, again, to remind you, an anamonic is a sentence you will use to remember what letters go with a set of other letters to make words. So say you have the letters A, E, L, and R, S on your rack. You could turn that into the word learns. Um, there's a couple phrases you could use with this. One is mind kept good track. Another one is top ranking academic. I kind of liked both of those. But the point is, say you have L, E, A, R, and S, and then you have another A. You can think of that phrase and uh, there's an A in there, so you're like, hmm, there's got to be a word in here, and the word happens to be arsenal in that case. But all those other letters do form a word. I'll let you look them up if you feel like it. Interesting interjection. That's very interesting. I've done one of these in a while. Uh, I was thinking recently about um, there's some words that look like interjections, short three-letter words, um, that take an S, and usually interjections do not take an S, except in very certain cases. Um... These ones look like they're interjections. So you have heh, H-E-H. It's actually a Hebrew letter, so that one takes an S at the end. Ha is a sound of surprise, and for some reason takes an S. I guess several sounds of surprise. Uh, of note also is that ha takes an S in the front. You have yay, which I always thought was just something someone shouts when they're happy. But it's just another way of spelling yay, Y-E-A, an affirmative vote. So that one takes an S. Then you have ugh, sound of a cough or a grunt, which has been a common occurrence in my household recently. Uh, that does take an S. Um, it also takes an S in the front, plus a P or a V for pug, sug, or vug. Uh, so yes, most other interjections actually don't take an S, um, but often have interesting front hooks. So when you learn them, try and look for the front hooks for many of them too. For example, say you have oh-ho, um, that doesn't take an S, but you could put a C on the front for coho, which is a small salmon, or B for boho, which is another word for bohemian. So just remember the interjections often. They do take some sort of hook, but usually not the S at the end. And what the heck, let's throw in one more interjection. They're fun. It is tax month after all, in case you actually do listen to this right when it comes out. It's getting close to April 15th here in the States. That's when we have to pay the man. So... Um, here's a few interjections for you. Gore, G-O-R, used as a mild oath, whatever that means. There's also blimey, some of you may have heard. That's spelled B-L-I-M-E-Y. But you can combine the two for, yes, gore blimey. As in, gore blimey, I have to pay a lot of taxes this year. But when you spell it that way, there's no E, so it's just G-O-R-B-L-I-M-Y. All right, moving on to the next feature here. There's many of you know that the letters V and C often close off a board. I've done some other um, sections on this. This one's going to be about some interesting words that end in VAR. So your opponent might throw down VAR, which does not take an S, but does take an A at the end. Um, however, that might close off the board pretty badly, and you might want to be trying to open it up Often, if you're behind, that's what you want to do. Anyway, here's just a few words, not all of them, that you can extend var to in the front. You have bolivar, B-O-L-I-V-A-R. That's a monetary unit of Venezuela. And hey, it's the currency of the month. Shorter one is invar. It's an 
iron-nickel alloy. You have lekvar, L-E-K-V-A-R, which is a prune butter. I especially like that one because it's made up of two three-letter words. You have navar, it's a system of air navigation. Samovar, S-A-M-O, a metal urn for heating water. And valvar, which is another word of spelling valval, V-A, or valval, V-A-L-V-A-L. It's pertaining to a valve. Valve. <laughs> yeah, it's two V's in there, so that's kind of a good one to know. Uh, another quick section I'm going to throw in here is one I haven't really done yet. It's just going to be talking quickly about Scrabble etiquette. Uh, many of you probably just play in the living room with your relatives, and it's pretty laid back. Some of you, however, may have started joining clubs or more formal settings where people are a little bit more competitive. And I just wanted to throw this out there for those of you who may not have caught on yet, but one of the things that is kind of poor etiquette is when you're in the middle of a competitive game asking your opponent, what's that word mean? Um, First of all, it's kind of annoying. Second of all, uh, they might not want to give it to you because that might tell you whether or not it's a noun or an adjective and whether or not it takes an S. And more often than not, they might not even know, as is often the case with serious Scrabble players. We just study the words. We don't even learn the definitions. So just keep that in mind. Don't always ask people what the definition is. You can look it up afterwards. You can ask them about it afterwards. Most people are happy to talk about the game when it's over. However, during the game, when the clock is ticking, it's uh, just kind of considered poor form. Right on. All right. Last section here. Uh, focusing a little bit more on the short words, because I've still been going through them. I've been going through the fours still. And this is going to be uh, what we call in Scrabble four-letter words with a sticky S, which means that you can't take the S off of the word. If you did, it wouldn't be a word anymore. So these are all four-letter words ending in S um, that stand by themselves that way. So the first one you may have heard, it's alms, A-L-M-S. It's money given to the poor, uh, but there's no alm. However, a couple interesting front hooks that are H and M. Then we have bris, B-R-I-S. It's a Jewish circumcision, right? And that takes an A front hook, as well as an extra S on the end, or K for brisk. A similar word here, Chris, C-R-I-S, or K-R-I-S. It's a short sword. Then you have epos, E-P-O-S. It's an epic poem. That takes P or R on the front. Then you have Ias, E-Y-A-S. It's a young hawk. That takes an additional S on the end. You have Ides. And I really missed my chance on this one if I had done this in March. But it's a certain day on the Roman calendar. Obviously, the Ides of March are the most famous. Or maybe not so obvious. Then you have Iwis, I-W-I-S, or Y-W-I-S. That means certainly. Certainly. Uh, The I one takes a K in the front. Then you have Kaas, K-A-A-S, which is a large cupboard. You have Louise, L-U-E-S, or is it Louise? I don't want to offend my Aunt Louise. Uh, That means syphilis. Yeah. Uh, Next is MIPS, M-I-P-S. This is one of those strange acronyms that became a word. It means million instructions per second. Then lastly, we have UPUS, or UPUS. It's an Asian tree. You can put a P on the front of that. And that does get pluralized by calling it uh, upuses with an ES on the end. Finishing up quiz answers. Um, so cop, K 
cow, crying cup, all take an S in the front. You have a scop, which is an old English poet. Scow, which means to transport by scow, which is a type of boat. Scry, means to engage in crystal gazing. And scup is a marine food fish. Uh, obviously, I was just kidding around with coom. Not exactly a common word, but a fun sea scrabble word to know. Uh, fill in the blank quiz. The blank is K. If you have D-E-E-G-M-O, you can form a geekdom. The world of geeks. Of course, none of us would know anything about what that means. Scrabble players are all cool. Uh, Facebook cheat quiz. The word is bedsonia. It's a virus, and uh, I have to confess, the person playing me was a guy I went to high school with. So, Jason, if you're listening to this, defend yourself. Did you really know that word? Missed triple triple, where I really missed one. Um, although, in this case, it's not that common. Spirited and riptides, I knew. Um, however, I did not know tide rips. is basically another way of saying riptides. So, that was the correct answer. If you got it, good for you. Alright. Thanks for waiting for this episode to come out. You can check out the blog, which has gotten quite a bit of traffic recently, I'm happy to say. Scrabblepodcast.blogspot.com uh, you can always email me and tell me you're listening or tell me you want to play me online and I will get back to you. See you next time. Everybody freeze. Everybody down the ground. Well, which is it, young feller? You want ice and freeze or get down on the ground? I mean to say, if I freeze, I can't rightly drop. And if I drop, I'm going to be in motion. You see? Shut up! Okay, then.